listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pemba and James Grimes. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grimes. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DF podcast. Recording here Monday evening for Tuesday's five-game main slate. James, good little five-gamer here on Tuesday. Some pretty interesting matchups. Milwaukee, Philadelphia, I think maybe the most notable. A potential return of Paul George for the Clippers, home against Utah. Uh, We have Chicago, Washington, Detroit, Brooklyn, and the Lakers in Dallas on the slate. Yes, that means one, two back-to-backs. Chicago, I lied, just one. Just the Bulls are on a back-to-back. Pain. So much pain. Anyways, yeah, some fun matchups. Potentially the return of Paul George. We have four of the five totals. The only one we don't have is the Clippers game. We don't know about Paul George. And we also don't know about Rudy Gobert. He's listed as questionable. But the games we do have, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, as you mentioned, should be a fun one. Potential playoff series there. 227.5. Philly, two-point favorites at home. Chicago giving three points to the Wizards on the road, 225 total in that game. Detroit, 13-point dogs going into Brooklyn where Kyrie Irving can play in a 229 total. That's a slate high. And then the Lakers, Dallas, 11.5-point favorites against the likelihood of LeBron James not being there. But there was a lineup note today, John. Anthony Davis, close to a return, apparently. So that's... True, fair point. Of course, there will be the fans that think because Anthony Davis returns that there's a chance, right? There's a chance. There is not, but there's a chance that the Lakers go on a run. But again, there's not. But there will always be the fans that think that. So yeah, uh, the potential return of Davis, but the quotes from LeBron did not make it sound like he was going to play, considering what he said about his ankle. So uh, I, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, all right, so on this slate again, uh, a couple of top price guys. We actually have four guys over $11,000. We have six guys over ten k. Giannis, Luka, and Durant, and Embiid, the four guys over LeBron, Kyrie, and Harden are the guys over $10,000. So let's kick it off at the point guard spot where three of those guys are mentioned. James Harden at 10-2, <laughs> Kyrie Irving at 10-8, and Luka Doncic at 11-4. Yeah, you could, def- you could definitely play Luka at 11-4 against the Lakers if they stay competitive enough if you think they're going to stay competitive enough of course because they may not especially if there's no lebron and no davis Kyrie's fine another game with a 13 point spread will that game stay competitive maybe Kyrie hasn't looked great the last two games i don't know if we need to go there and then it's a tough spot for harden coming off a really bad game we got a glimpse of what he can do against the clippers two games ago where he went for 65 fantasy points but i like i like harden here i think you can play all of them all of them kind of feel like tournament plays to me, truthfully. And I do Russell Westbrook if there's no LeBron or Davis, considering it's on the road. I know it's a tough spot, but again, I, I've talked about it a bunch. He's just better on the road. And you know what? Russell Westbrook has not been too bad lately. Four straight games of shooting 50% or better. So I'll give Russ his flowers if, in fact, Davis and LeBron sit. Sound good. I got Westbrook at 88. Drew Holiday's at 87. Maxi, I guess, at 64. Dinwiddie at 61. Again, smaller slate here. Options are a bit limited. Where are you looking, I guess, in this mid-tier? Holiday's definitely okay. Do we have status updates? Everyone, Giannis is probable. Okay. Probably not going to get to him at 87 then. I, I kind of take that back. Probably cannot get to Drew Holiday at 87. We know we're not playing Reggie Jackson considering the minutes limit. Right. Maxi, you know, like I generally don't play him. I know he put up a couple of good games not too long ago, but 
Not something I'm personally interested in. And then Dinwiddie's like Dinwiddie's fine. Sixty one. Jalen Brunson, he's probably a better play. I know I've been saying Dinwiddie's a better play for a while, but like they continue to start Brunson and he just does more than Dinwiddie. Or yeah, yeah than Dinwiddie when he's out there. Like Dinwiddie can probably score at a more consistent clip when he gets minutes, but Brunson's been playing more minutes, so just by default, he's doing more. So I actually kind of like Brunson more than Dinwiddie in this spot. Sadoransky started the last two games for Washington. He's 4,100. Yeah, and not only started 29, 30 minutes. So yeah. he's been out there, act- and as you mentioned, over 20 fantasy points. I think he's fine. And a little revenge narrative, too, being a former Chicago great. Yeah, and Kuzma already ruled out for this game, so. And Kuzma already ruled out, so nothing's going to change there, yeah. Any other guards for you? I don't think so. I think Dragic continues to play, like, even... 30 minutes off the bench. The Bulls started AO. IO, yeah. sorry. Yeah. They started IO. So, started him on Monday. So, if you want to go there, it's $4,400. Shooting guard, Cade at 88. I know you hate the price. I'm just throwing him out there because it's a smaller slate. Jeremy Grant ruled out for the year. Sure. So, I don't necessarily hate it. He also, was this game, this was like, did they come back and win this game the last time they played? I remember him and Durant, something. He had a big game. No, they lost, but he had 52 fantasy points the last time they played. I don't hate it without Jeremy Grant. There's just there's more to go around, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Bagley starts in his place, and Bagley's obviously a high-usage player, so... Yeah, and, and plus, like, if there's no Gobert... Like, I know Donnie Mitch... There's not, like, tremendous correlation between... Mitchell and Gobert, but there's more opportunity for Mitchell to grab rebounds. And we 8700 I like that price on Donovan Mitchell quite a bit. Yep, I'm with you. Levine's at 82 uh, Middleton, 78 Guys, we haven't discussed yet. Not loving Levine, 82 unless someone were to sit on the back-to-back. And Middleton, probably same category as Holiday, right? They're fine. Eh? Yeah, for me, I think, right... If they're going to be competitive in this game against Philadelphia, like one of those other two guys has to do something, I think. So right. it all depends on which one you think it has a better opportunity. To That's be. fair. That's fair. It, it's Is one of them going to be guarded by James Harden? That's the question, yep. right? Yep. Who is that guy? So. Yep, that's fair. Clarkson's at 6K. I know the price keeps rising on him, but he's been good. No no Boyan. There was an update today. Questionable. Okay. So he this could be the first time Boyan's back. So yes, without Boyan... Probably not going to 6K Clarkson if Boyan returns. I agree. Uh, KCP at 55. Yeah, this has been your ace in the hole for quite a while. And he's, he's been good. This is a little bit, obviously, a tougher matchup. You know, Chicago can throw guys at you, but, you know, he's been decent. Yeah, 55 is like getting up there, but I also don't think it's a price that I ignore him at. Sure. Um, Seth at 54. Monk, no LeBron at 52. Yeah, yes to both. Little less bullish on seth curry i would probably be more prone to play malik monk there okay and probably the same goes for town hard tucker depending on who's in and out for the lakers how do you handle these clippers players who the hell knows it's only gonna get worse if paul george comes back to it's like 15 Uh, minutes yeah that's what's gonna happen right he's gonna come back he's gonna play limited minutes and then suddenly it just ruins everybody coffee i guess has been the best of the bunch Mm -hmm. i don't know but like very hard to like be really bullish on any of them i guess i guess if i had to if you were making me choose i would pick a mere coffee but okay. anybody else for you frank jackson off the injury report yeah he didn't play a lot, 13 15 minutes 
I don't think so, unless there's something crazy that happens, which definitely might, considering what uh, part of the year it is. Right. All right. Let's go small forward then. Uh, Giannis at 11-7. Durant's at 11-3. Yes. And yes. The only thing will be, like, will the Pistons stay keep this competitive for Durant to get 56 fantasy points? That's the only thing. That's fine. Detroit's been plucky, but, you know, on paper, this should be a, a big spot for them. Bay Sadiq with no uh, no Grant. Yep, Mister Inconsistency. So tournaments only, but definitely in. What's your thoughts on the recent minutes reductions from Bruce Brown, twenty four and twenty five? Yeah, man, I was thinking about this earlier. Where you know where the minutes are going? They're going to freaking Goran Dragic off the bench. Like, why is Goran Dragic getting these minutes that Bruce Brown should be getting? What a draw. What did Dragic do to deserve them? So I'm not going to play him at 58 if he's going to lose minutes. Just It's hard to go there. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Mann's at 56. He only played 22 minutes. In yeah, that. no. I'm uh, Listen. So I'm you're just saying on, no Clippers, right? No Clippers. How, like, wh- where do we go? Where do we go? Hartenstein, maybe? Or like, he, like Zubak has had his minutes cut. It's honestly, it's just, it's an absolute mess. Like, I think they're like a very solid team for what they are. But it's an absolute it's a nightmare over there. Yeah, well, that's kind of it then. Right, <laughs> Connaughton. But if people are back, so you can't really. Well, I would play Denny. I would one hundred percent. Yeah, Denny's good. You're right. Denny's good four of four or five games over thirty fantasy points. No Kuzma. The minutes are there. Twenty eight plus in four or five. So sure. that Kispert again. Kispert coming off a huge game. GPPs only because if his shot's not falling, he's worthless. Yeah, they played Anthony Gill because because there's no Gafford the other day, but I don't know if that's I don't know if that's doable. Uh, Thirty three hundred, it's a small slate, but all right, let's go to power forward then. Uh, we talked about obviously Giannis and Durant already. LeBron, we don't know. PG unlikely. Uh, Zinger at eighty five. DeRozan at eighty three. PG power forward only. Right. I I think you and I both didn't think this thirty minute thing for Zinger would happen, but it has, and now they've won two games in a row. Finishing the season on a good note. He's taking a whole bunch of shots. He's doing a lot of things defensively and on the glass. I, I love Zinger, <laughs> honestly. He's doing it against tough defenses, too. So, yeah, I think Porzingis is good. And DDR, I, I get the price, but, man, it's the Bulls are just bad. Lost to the Knicks on Monday. It's just it's really ugly right now. Yep. Mid-tier. Bagley's at 56. Should start for Grant here. I guess Mello would start for LeBron, maybe, at 4,600. Hachimura at 46, I think we like. Yeah, all three of those guys are in play. LMA, 23 minutes. Oh, he didn't even play he in his... Dude, oh my god. I am so tilted. I was all in on Andre Drummond in that matchup against the fucking... The, I swear. Against the, the Hornets. <laughs> and I got the LMA news. Doesn't play. Doesn't even play. I'm swerved by Nash swerved by nash he and is Drummond plays 31 minutes goes for 20 and 16 and i'm like because like drum look at drummond's minutes right 18 22 23 and i'm like great now lma's back like how there's no way he's gonna play more than that and he could play less who knows so i didn't play him and then he plays like a season high basically with brooklyn and dominates like he should have in the match that he should have dominated in so uh big sad for me on that one i was so upset when does do you think that LMA re-enters the rotation? I don't know. He I would hope not because Drummond versus Detroit would be very nice. <laughs> Revenge narrative there Revenge. too. 
but he's also been like old drumming right like on the glass dominating on the glass yeah and we've been getting crazy good props on him too like his point totals lately have been like nine and a half uh, on prize picks and we're just like slamming i was playing this i, I played his first half over three straight slates because he, he was scoring 10 points in the in the half it was just... it's probably nice to know that the entire defense game plan is revolved around Kyrie and Kevin yeah, Durant. and durant and irving are just taking a bunch of shots and he's just standing there collecting yeah. offensive boards so anyways uh, so yeah, all those guys we mentioned are good beforehand. Is Bob Coven play for you, John? I guess he's kind of been playing minutes, but 24. if Paul George, if Paul George has, Paul George comes back, does like he cut into Bob Cove? Marcus you know Morris? Who? I don't know. I mean, he's not really a power forward, remember? So who knows? Sure. If so, I think there's a lot of potential, and we're here at Power Forward, and they're all listed Power Forward in Utah, depending yeah. on the statuses of some guys. So the return of Boyan, House, and Gobert all up in the air. If they all sit, they started Hernan Goat Jr. and they started Eric Pascal. And then Rudy Gay had a big game off the bench. How would you rank Hernan Goat Jr., Rudy Gay, Eric Pascal, if Boyan, House, Gobert out again? How would you rank those? Probably whoever starts, I guess. They start well, right? And who knows what the heck's gonna happen because they started randomly. Hernan Gomez and Hernan Gomez has started two games in a row, but they started Pascal at center. Whiteside ruled out, by the way. So Whiteside out, Azubuki out, Gobert questionable. So if they started Pascal, I would kind of be interested. Yeah, I guess if they started Pascal to five. Because are we scared of Zubac? I don't know. Scared? I don't know. Zubac is a good offensive center. It would make me like actually better his backup in Hartenstein. We've turned into big Hartenstein guys, and for good reason. 38, 31, and 34 fantasy points the last three games. Uh, he's been good. He's probably literally the only clipper I'd use. We'll get to center. But I think I do think those clip or these uh, Utah guys are interesting depending on who's in and out. Yeah. But other than that, like this again, it's probably it depends on what Lakers are in or out too. All right, center, Joel Embiid gets Milwaukee, Brooke Lopez experience, but it's obviously Embiid versus Giannis kind of here at 11-3. Does that matchup scare you off at all? Because obviously Joe has been, you know, JoJo. 37-15 <laughs> uh, against yeah. Phoenix the other day, 68 fantasy points. Yeah, dude. He went for 70 in this matchup, 42-14 and 14 this year. So He's just different. He, did Giannis he play in that game? Giannis did. Giannis played. Giannis is averaging 65 in two games against Philly, so... Don't doesn't it feel like these guys, like the upper echelon of the league, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. It just true. doesn't matter sometimes. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. Like this, look at this guy is just so. Yeah, I think Embiid eleven three of the eleven K guys, Embiid might be my favorite of the four. Okay, is that bold? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Brooke Lopez is the guy there, so not really. Who's not a terrible defender, but like been he's played like ten games this year. Yeah, he's soft. I mean, he he can block shots. Yeah, he's he's been limited in minutes. He so, doesn't and he, and he doesn't rebound. He's like the worst rebounding center yeah, in the history. So of basketball. I in our Prize Picks Discord, which is free, uh, the other day I put in. Uh, let's see who did they who did Milwaukee play the other? Let's see if I Lopez they play Memphis. Memphis. So I put the Stephen Adams over rebound prop. And we're discussing the, why we would want to do that. It's like, well, Brook Lopez is there and Giannis is there. And I'm like, yeah, but Brook Lopez is allergic to rebounding. And obviously <laughs> Adams hit the over on his rebound prop in that game. Um, didn't even play a full game because they were up by, they won by 25. He had like 100 rebounds, didn't he? No, he, he only ended up hitting it by one. But again, he... 
he didn't if he kept on playing in that game like he would have shattered it because he, he didn't they didn't ask him to play 30 minutes in a game that they won by 25 so that's the risk you run with the mid the grizzlies right now is they're just blowing everybody out like for example tonight against the warriors he played 20 minutes and nine boards against milwaukee he had 11 rebounds in 24 minutes against the pacers he had 16 rebounds in 23 minutes if mm. this man ever played 30 minutes he might get 30 rebounds so anyway, so side tangent there. Brooke Lopez sucks at rebounding. That uh, Adams is able to hit the over just in 24 minutes. So yeah, Embiid, Embiid, great play. Next tier for you. Do you like Vucevic? What What are your thoughts on that group? I guess technically uh, it's just Vuk at 8K, and then Drummond. We talked about Zubac, Stewart. Like not a lot of center options here. Maybe realistically it's Embiid, power forward eligible center guys we discussed, and then Hartenstein. And drum and Drummond until you play Drummond and all. Right, Steve Nash, ladies and gentlemen, which had a really good game, not really good game, but 16-13 assist, two steals and a block, like solid game on Monday. But he's still AK, and there's still DeRozan and Levine. DeRozan had 37, by the way. I don't think we could play Booch. I think you're spot on. I think it's the power forwards, then it's Drummond in tournaments. We could play Drummond because it's tournaments. Right? Like, we can suggest Drummond because it's tournaments. Mm. And then your boy Stewart is a monster. Thank God he's playing 37 minutes. The guy deserves it. Just stay out of foul trouble. Please. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree there. Um, and Brooke Lopez probably value. I don't think I'm going there. Not for me. Gafford? I'd rather, I guess, I would rather play Hartenstein for value, I guess. I'm on Hartenstein. I'm yeah. just, I'm 100% in. That's the Honestly. You can definitely a dart throw a Gafford play. Again, he's not going to play more than, I mean, 16 minutes the last two games, but if, he, get, if he gets revenge. hot, right, and he it's a revenge game. So revenge. He's averaged 30 fantasy points against the Bulls. I was, I, was, so I was just about to look at that. I was like, does he like Wendell Carter? He's <laughs> Wendell Carter light, for sure. It's a five-game slate. If you want to get super different because there's going to be a high concentration of ownership, and you really play one of twenty, not like core play Gafford, then sure, <laughs> you know, take a take a shot, take a risk. You, you could go there, but that's it. That's it for me. Yeah, that's it for me. Too. All right. So that's five games. I don't even know who's on the playbook. Is it me? I think it is you. All right. We'll find out. We'll. we'll... I make the schedule, but I don't even. I'll okay. tell you right now. It is Ryan Kirksey. Like hey, Kirksey. John Impemba is on the value vault. Oh, plenty of value. Adam Ronis in the starting five. And James Grande, that right, is me. Right um, down that down. Utah Clippers showdown matchup. Oh, great. I'm so excited. Fantastic Bart showdown. Scott, Bart Scott, can't <laughs> wait. Fantastic showdown. All right, so that does it. If you know where to get us in Discord on Twitter, we'll there. Feel free to hit us up. We'll talk to you guys later.